What is going on, squad? My name is Brian Mark. I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business without spending any money on ads, a website, or a funnel. I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month over the course of four years. And in the last two and a half years, I've worked with over a thousand online coaches and a hundred of them have hit $10,000 a month. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. What is going on, online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. This is the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In the number one show today, there's going to be the number two quality for my audio because I forgot my podcast mic plug-in. So if you're like, why is the audio not as good? It's because I forgot my podcast mic plug-in. I'm here today with my best friend and business partner, Mr. Cole De Silva, aka the last podcast Cole will ever record in Alberta because he's moving to... Fucking Kelowna. Kelowna. I was going to say, this is definitely not my last podcast. I still have tomorrow and Friday, but that's on my podcast, not yours, Touche. Yeah, exactly. On the last one on mine. Okay. <laughs> also, your audio doesn't sound that bad, bro. Really? No, it actually sounds decent. Like, I was expecting to be way fucking worse, but I've heard, like, way worse audio on your fucking podcast before. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's the room? I don't know. No, it's definitely not the room, because okay. we've got some echoey-ass live streams in that motherfucker. Like, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> I don't know what's okay. going on. Okay, so I don't know what it is. Now, guys, on today's podcast, what we do every Wednesday is Cole and I get together, and we basically coach our clients. And we coach them live on the podcast because I feel like there's a lot of questions that will come up that a lot of people, you know, will get value from. So we feel like this, like the group coaching setting is really what I vibe with the most, because let's say, you know, a Jarun has a question who's on the podcast today. There's, it's likely that somebody else has that same problem and they're not even aware of it, which is why we believe in group coaching so much. Now, before that, Colt, how's your day going? Best day of my whole fucking life, bro. Hey, so me and Colt both say the same thing. Now, somebody asked me today, they're like, why do you always say best day of my whole life? Like, I don't understand why you say that. Like, are you actually genuine when you say that? I'm like, yes, of course I'm genuine. They're like, can you explain? I was like, okay, so this is my hippy dippy explanation. I'm sure Cole will have a different one because we have different perspectives. I love it. I can't wait to explain this, bro. This is going to be great. <laughs> okay. So here's mine. Let's talk about like best day of my whole life. Okay. So what you guys are thinking, like, what about like your wedding day or like, what about all these things? Yes. And also these are all ideas that have happened in the past. So all the yesterdays and all the days that have happened are in the past and they're not actually real. They're just memories. Like the only day that you're ever actually alive is today. Even the idea of tomorrow, like tomorrow is just an idea inside of our head, but today is the only day that you're ever alive. Hence, and therefore, and here to forth. Hence, today is the best day of my entire life. Now, I know that Cole is less hippy dippy than that. So Cole, you want to give your explanation? I almost spit my fucking water all over my whole goddamn microphone just because I was not expecting you to like smile and like giggle through that fucking explanation. Just fuck me up. My explanation is way more simple. Okay. Way more simple guys. I say, okay. When somebody asks me how my day is, I say best day of my fucking life because I just choose to have a good fucking day every single day because I don't see the point in complaining and bitching and fucking like letting my life be ruined or a day be ruined of the smallest fucking thing like a lot of you individuals do. So I just make the conscious decision to even if I'm having the worst day of my fucking life to say continuously best day of my fucking life because I don't like bitching guys. It's literally gotten to the point where even if I'm in a very bad mood, like a very bad, I'm sad, I'm depressed, I'm angry. Like I usually don't fucking talk about it or explain it to anybody because I'm like, this just, it doesn't do anything. Like, it's just me literally bitching for no reason. So I just open them like best day of my fucking life, homie. And they're like, oh, you sure? I'm like, yeah, yeah fucking move on. Next subject. Let's get it popping. And that's literally it. way less hippy dippy, but same fucking effect. Yeah. So same idea, different delivery. And we're also 
We're also having the best day of our entire lives. Now, today on the podcast, we've got three of our students. And the first one that we have on the podcast is Ms. Darun. Darun, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? And how can me and Cole serve you today? Hi, guys. It's the best day of my life. I felt like you had to say that after what we just said. <laughs> I actually always say it. So the other day, somebody was like, how are you? I was like, I'm great. And I was like, and she's like, but why, why are you so good? And I was like, cause I'm alive. And I was like shocked that she wanted me to give her a reason. And so this really aligns. Like I completely agree with you guys. There doesn't need to be a reason to have the best day of your life. And you only have today to live. So I had to just like, look at her and be like, cause I'm alive. But Yo, yeah, like doing amazing. We're going to get off track a little bit, but how <laughs> crazy is it that life, okay, humanity, it's now an acceptable thing to question happiness, but not yeah. question negativity. How it weird is, is that? Like, it is fucked up. Like, what happened to you? Why are you having Why are you great? Thing? Why the fuck are you so negative, bro? Get away from me. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> the truth is, it is my morning meditation for me. That's probably what it is, is like every morning I set the standard to be happy. And if I'm not, I really try to so and you guys have been a huge part of that so thank you got you we appreciate you for saying that that's our intention how can we serve you today so i just finished my 14 day challenge this was um my fifth one that i did and i like to do my challenges every three months um this time around I was really proud of like the onboarding process. I had everybody, like nobody really had questions. I covered all of my bases. Um, the program was fire. The group chat was fire. Everybody was. Um, so I chose about 25 people. I had so many applications. So I really made sure I chose the right people. And I'm really happy with the people I chose. However, I do have my own clientele. And I felt like this time was so different because I had to focus on my clients. And so like on check-in days, I could barely coach the participants. And so I was just really behind. I, although I set it up so that I wouldn't have to do, like I worked smart, not hard. I still feel like I could have done so much better if I had more time to coach them. However, I had to prioritize my clients first and like my social media and everything else that I do. And so the end result was that, yes, the participants got really good results. However, because I wasn't able to coach them, I didn't build that rapport. Um, I've only signed up four clients so far. I have a couple more consults this week, but I also signed up like, so this week I signed up two clients who weren't even a part of the challenge. And I feel like I'm kind of at that point where I'm questioning if I should continue doing 14 day challenges because I feel like I kind of failed this one and I don't know how I'm going to keep up. Like it was such a struggle. I think I messaged both of you guys on my third day and I was like in tears, but I pulled through, I finished strong. And so I just want to know, like, how long should I be doing my 14 day challenges? I love it. So I want to, I know Cole has to go. I'm going first. Too bad. So first things first is remove the word only from your vocabulary and never say it again, because four challenges so far is like a nine to 10% conversion rate so far. And you still have more consults. Five. This is my fifth one. No, no. I'm saying you sold four clients from it so far. Oh yeah. So far. So far. So that's number one. Number two is this is for anybody. This is advice for any business owner. That's like looking to expand their business. 
Whenever you do challenges, whether that be 40 challenges, 14 challenges, whatever, you are going to have a massive workload. You're just going to have a lot more work. And so I think it's really important to just like recognize that and know that like, if you actually feel like you did everything in your power to create a smooth onboarding system for the people coming into your challenge, and you still weren't able to build the rapport with them as you would have liked, then that tells me that I think that there's some other area of your business where you may be spending too much time and it might be like sucking away your energy. And like, that is going to limit you from growing your coaching business further. So I think that like the problem that you see is over here, but the actual, the root, the cause of the problem is over here in like how you're spending your time with your clients. So that's going to be one of my things. Another thing that I want to say about this situation is that when you guys are running challenges, the only thing that really matters is the leads that are in the challenge. That's really like your social media needs to take a backseat. And if you usually post seven times a week, then you need to post three times a week so that you can focus that other energy that you would have spent on social media on those challengers, because those those challengers are the hot leads. And what you'll find is by taking a little bit of a break from your social media that you will actually like, you know, it'll almost like refresh itself and like people will like rewarm up. So number one, you didn't fucking fail because you signed four clients so far. Number two is anytime you do a 14 day challenge, four day challenge, another cold will test this as well. You get busier. And so when you get busier, what happens is something breaks and something broke, but I don't think it was your challenge. I think that there's systems over here that you need to fix. And last thing is that when you are like running a challenge, you need to deprioritize some other things so that you can focus on income generating activities. Cole, go ahead. Does that all make sense, girl, before I go? Yeah, no, 100%. I do feel like I could have run it more smoothly had I, like my biggest struggle and I, I can admit it, is like my time management. I've been working on that for months now. So mm-hmm. I agree. But yeah, that makes total sense. Okay, so I'll take it from another angle as well. How many clients do you have right now? So right now I have 28, 29. I'm almost at 30. So like how many clients do you want? Honestly, I want to get to 50. And I just feel like I'm on the hamster wheel. Like I'll gain some and I'll lose some. So I've been kind of stuck in the high 20s for a few months. Okay, so right there is your answer. Okay. You guys need to understand that there are seasons to building your business. Like you'll realize that challenges are a way for you to warm up a lot of leads. So I'm going to take it from a different angle than B. Not only do I agree with everything that he's saying, but let's say you've ran a couple. Okay. This is your fifth fucking challenge now. And now it's getting overwhelming because of how your clients are, the client load you already have what you're trying to do, and then trying to deal with 14-day challengers, I would focus on the clients that you currently have and then optimize the systems that you currently have in your business right now. Because if you have 25 and you can't break out of it, because people just keep coming and going, that tells me that you most likely have a systems problem. Maybe it's your onboarding. Even though you think your onboarding is great, maybe it's that. Maybe it's your follow-up system. Maybe it's the fucking check-ins. Maybe it's the meal plans. Maybe it's something else. But when it comes down to a point where you guys start to get overwhelmed, Okay. And growing your business, that's when you want to pause for a second and optimize your systems so your business can sustain the growth. So you don't start building a massive building on a foundation of popsicle sticks. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I would look at your business right now and ask yourself, okay, I keep having people leave. I literally have had three people to five people leave every month for the last three months. Why? Yeah. They might have said finances, but look at the deep reason. Okay. Even if they said finances, ask yourself, did I do everything? Was there confusion? Was I missing their messages? Did I fuck up and not get them the results that I promised them? There's something there that you most likely be able to optimize. And then once you figure that out, you start working on a little bit better. Then let's start running challenges. You guys don't need to always do them. They are a great business builder, but there's seasons to running challenges that you got to recognize. Right. 
I agree with everything he said, and I'm going to just add one thing to it. A really good way to figure out where your business is broken is ask yourself, what's the most painful? Yep. Okay. Yeah. I was just going to ask, like, how do I figure that out? I know my onboarding wasn't the best and I've improved that. And I have not had any like cancellations prior to the 12 weeks Good. in about like ever since I changed that. So it's been about three months and nobody's canceled on me before their 12 weeks was up. Yeah. So I fixed that problem. Yeah. But now it's like, yeah, like I would say like one out of four people will continue after mm-hmm. the 12 weeks. And so that's an opportunity is like maybe the way that you're pitching it when you're selling, you're selling a 12 week program. Mm-hmm. So people are buying a 12 week program. Yeah. Right? Yeah, for sure. And that's what they're buying. And so when the 12 weeks is up, they're like, cool. So a simple solution just dropped in the chat is increase your program length, but also change the way that you're presenting the program. So most of my clients end up working with me for six months to a year, but we start out with 16 week packages because 16 weeks is the best way to see like a physical transformation. And then after 16 weeks, it continues on month to month. And again, most clients stick with me for six to 12 months. So just like even the way that you're, that you're framing it, but that's with pitching. I also want you to like, take a look at your business right now and ask yourself, what do you like not enjoy doing the most? Like for us, I don't know if I, I can speak for this with Cole too. It was fucking meal plans. <laughs> like I literally wanted to shoot myself. In the it was the worst, but for a while it was checking. So back in aesthetic nation, what we did is we had like, I had like a 75 clients and I was writing up fucking like program responses. And then I was like, this is super painful and I don't want to do this anymore. So I have to do it in a different way. And that's where we came up with video check-ins. So Marco Polo, bro. What he found in the past. Oh yeah. Marco Polo. What you need to do is you need to look at your business and ask yourself what's the most painful and then solve that problem. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's, I, will. I, want, I want you to spend some time this week analyzing what feels painful and what is not fun, what you don't look forward to. And if you can yeah. solve that problem and make it easier and funner for you, then it's going to make it easier to do. Give you some of your time back, decrease your stress, which will allow you to handle more, you know, incoming clients, et cetera, et cetera. Also, this is not a loss because you have four out of 25 clients signed so far and there's still more to go. And I those are all the seeds planted. And I actually, yeah. I actually signed one of them up for six months, and that was my first six months paid in full. So uh, this was I, not a loss at all. I know, I know, but I just feel like I could have signed up. Like my goal was to sign up ten of them. I do have more calls, but yeah. my closing rate hasn't been like one out of two. It's been more like one out of three. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate you guys so much. This was super helpful. I am gonna go focus on what I hate. I already know what it is. Um, I'll work on that. Yeah, I hate doing program updates and meal plans. Like those are my little setbacks. Cool. It's time to figure out a solution. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you for coming up. Appreciate you. Thank you. All right. So next, that was good. That was a good first one. That brought me back to the past, bro. Marco Polo, you remember that shit? Dude, I do. I hated Marco Polo. Yo, it was so good back in the day, though. If you guys don't know what Marco Polo is, so now we recommend Loom's to do check-ins because it just looks so much better. But this is before we even knew what Loom was. Marco Polo, it was like a Snapchat app, basically. It's just video. So you could like literally put it down and they would send you a video. Like you would send them a video based on their check-in and then they would respond with the video. It was lit. For like the first couple of weeks until we realized that we had to watch like fucking nine minute videos that our clients were sending us. And I was like, this is fucking horrible, bro. I'm like, that, that added significantly more stress to my life. When we so did. much more time. Cause then I'm like, now you just went from a written email, which we didn't like because it's impersonal to way too personal, like hours on hours on hours of calls. I'm like, I can't get back to everybody. It's yeah. fucking crazy. This is also why you need to hire a business coach that you don't have to go through the learnings that we had to go through. Like, guys, we've been we through it all. Made the mistakes. We already made mm-hmm. the mistakes. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. 
If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. All right, so we've got the next person up is iPhone. I'm just joking. Mr. Dakota Gower, what's going on, bro? How the hell are you today? <laughs> it's your boy, iPhone. How's it going, it's bro? your boy. How's our life? Good. I love it. How can we serve you today, bro? Dude, okay, so I'm, I'm kind of a little scattered, so I wrote down some notes because you were saying, like, if you need help, just say something, right? So I was like, okay. I have I a question. Help. What was the last thing before you move, before you give us what you're needing? What was the last piece of advice that me and Cole gave you? Because you were on podcast. You guys told me to get my recurring up. So I'm focusing straight up on recurring, pitching the exact way that you said and doing everything on that. And that's going very well. Good. Okay. Continue. Cool. So right now I'm doing my 14 day challenge and I can't figure out my notes. So I'll just think of it. So I'm doing my 14 day challenge and I like really sent this, like went all in, got 52 applications for the challenge, gave it everything I had and I'm sending everything right now. Right. So I'm like breaking and this last couple of days have not been good. So I've been trying to really level up because I'm kind of far into this Mm -hmm. and I'm not doing as well as I expect of myself. You know what I'm saying? Cause I am doing very well and I have to be grateful for that. Cause you know, three to five K a month as you know, 22 years old, that's amazing. But I really want to go next level and make sure that I'm like living up to my full potential. And I don't think I am to this point. So I'm like really dedicating to like, no matter what, five role plays a week, five live streams a week, a video a day, you know, a TikTok, a reel, every single thing, like leaving absolutely zero stones unturned. Mm-hmm. And then doing that alongside of this 14 day challenge has just been like exploding my mind. You know what I mean? I've been having to like, you know, go from like 5am to some days if the calls go super late, like 830, you know, or nine. And I'm just getting to the point where uh, I'm just like willing myself through it. And I literally keep like falling asleep while I'm doing my morning routine, trying to like meditate and shit. And it's just like, I'm trying super hard to will through it, but I think that something's wrong, obviously. Ryan, me for a second. <laughs> Why are you doing this? I want to ensure that my family and that my wife are completely set up. Okay. Me and you had a very intense conversation. I'm going to bring it up again right now. So if you need to mute or whatever, that's completely fine. Cause I don't want you to get super emotional here, but during the event, you had a little bit of a breakdown because you were doing exactly what you're doing right now. Okay. Did you have that conversation with your wife where you literally spoke to her about the things that you needed to do and how you were like burning yourself into the fucking ground, trying to provide a life for her that you guys never even clarified was actually needed? Yes. Okay. And how did that go? So we changed a lot of things. We spent a lot of time trying to figure out like why it is that it was so hard for her to work a job and why that was like putting a lot of pressure on me. And since then we've been able to get her, you know, a job that she can actually do and like really enjoy so that it's not like Dakota, if you don't make like, you know, a ton this month, really screwed. So that pressure is off me now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now I'm just like internally putting it there. Well, dude, hundred percent. What the fuck do you need to make $10,000 a month for right now? Like, guys, let's be real, okay? How much are your bills? Like, actually look at it. Are you open to talking about that right now? Dakota, how much are your fucking bills, bro? More, less than I have. Like, to the point where I have that buffer already. You know what okay, I'm saying? We talked about this last release time. Release fucking pressure, bro. You're 22 years old. You don't need to make $10,000 a month by the end of the year, okay? This is a 
process because this pressure that you keep putting on yourself is the thing that is continuously holding you back. And you guys need to realize that. Okay. If you start grinding, you're doing everything right right now. Like you, it sounds like you are, you're fucking saying it, you're showing up, you're doing your content. You're listening to the fucking trainings. You're implementing exactly what Brian and myself are talking about. You're implementing your recurring. You're getting that shit up there, but you are burning out because you keep putting this imaginary fucking timeline in the back of your mind. I need to do this. I'm not living up to my true potential. I'm not living up to what I know I can do. Guys, we all know we can grow, okay? But dude, the one key thing, if I'm gonna leave leave you one thing, I'll let Brian go next here. Guys, the one thing that helped me go from drug addict to seven-figure earner, motivational speaker, et cetera, was realizing that I did not need to be successful by tomorrow. That's literally it. I, no joke, guys, was going like working myself to death because I was like, I need to be fully successful by 25. And as soon as I let that shit go, I was like, boom. And as soon as I let that go and I was able to relax and create from a place of passion and not overwhelm because I fucking had to, everything exploded. This pressure is the thing that's going to hold you back for the rest of you fucking grinding period. I promise you, because we had this exact same conversation at the event in person. Yeah. All right. I was good. How'd you feel? Yeah. I remember you said that, like you said, you have to breathe through this process and it's like, I guess it's just not natural for me. And I'm going to have to like put more effort into ensuring that I remember that, you know what I mean? That like, it doesn't have to happen so fast because thinking it has to like, you know, happen so fast is what'll cause me to just go like just six times harder than I can. And then it's not actually beneficial for me anyway. I have have a little bit of a different opinion. You ready? Okay. So I do think Cole's right. I a hundred percent align with Cole when he said that this pressure that you're putting on yourself right now will cause you to break. Mm -hmm. And I also think that having the right amount of pressure is essential. Mm -hmm. I think it's essential. I think Cole's right in the sense that like, bro, you're only 22 years old. And who here is a fan of Nick Matthews? Say, I love Nick. If you're fucking a fan of Nick Matthews, just write in the chat. I love Nick. Nick Matthews took two years to get to 10K. Yeah, it took two years to get 10. <laughs> Caleb said Nick's all right. And the reason it took Nick two years to get to 10K is because Nick was also young, just like you. Now, I'm not saying being young is a bad thing. And I'm not saying that being young holds you back. But what I am saying is that you, your mind, your consciousness has to go through a certain amount of adversity, growth, etc., in order for you to be able to handle $10,000 a month. Because $10,000 a month isn't just money. $10,000 a month is a representation of all the work and the value that you're putting into the world. Like the reason that you're making $10,000 a month is because you have 40, 50 clients that you're serving on a regular basis. You're impacting them on a deep fucking level. They resonate with what the fuck you're doing. You're making an impact on like a bigger scale than just your business. That is what will lead you to $10,000 a month and beyond. Now, you can't rush that process in the sense of like, your brain is only gonna grow to the level that like the universe will give to you. Like if you're not making 10K a month right now, now, listen, it's because you're not ready for it yet, Dakota. And so what you need to do is you need to continue getting ready. Now, continue getting ready means this. So like life is a marathon, not a sprint. It's like you want to run as fast as you possibly can while also respecting that if you run too fast, you're going to fall flat on your face. Does that make sense? It's kind of like, you know, I'm going to like use a car as an example, like a race car, like a race car, you can go super, super fast. But if you go too fucking fast, like you like you might like fuck up the engine, you might burn yourself out or just crash. Right. So you want to go like the right speed. I think that I resonate with you a lot, Dakota, because I think I told you this at the event. Like I am you like I like have a very similar like internal mechanism. I have this like pressure that I fucking constantly put on myself and ask like Cole knows about it because like Cole deals with me. Cole's the one that would like be like, take a fucking day off, bro. So like Cole's had these conversations with me as well. So I resonate with you in the sense that I am you and I feel that same amount of pressure. What you need to learn how to do is you need to learn how to recognize what's going on inside of your head and know when to tune it the fuck 
jump back because the biggest thing that's made the difference for me in the last year and like my growth as an entrepreneur is being able to recognize when I've pushed too far and then taking a step back to allow my energy to recover. Now that's like the internal mindset stuff. And I want to talk about tactic before Cole goes again. Bro, what did I just say to Darun about 14 day challenges? What did I you just gotta say? dial back. You gotta fucking dial back, bro. All your leads are in your challenge. So why the fuck are you trying to go live five times a week publicly, post five times a week? Fucking why are you trying to do that? You shouldn't even be tuning yeah. in every single 10K Academy call because you got 50 fucking leads in your group. Those are the people that are gonna pay you money that's gonna get you to 10K. So you need to yeah. be able to like when you're running a challenge, really prioritize that challenge and understand that you might need to dial some other shit back. And that doesn't make you weak, that makes you smart so that you have the fucking energy to serve the people that are about to pay you money. You feel me? That makes a billion percent. Everything that you're saying right here makes so much uh, sense. Yeah. It's like, what's the hell is the point of going live? How is that going to anywhere near be value as valuable as, as what this could be? You know? Yeah. You've got all your fucking clients are right here in one place. They're all here. Fuck the public for a little bit and focus on all the people that are right here that want to fucking pay you money. Dude, a hundred percent. So I actually want to say three things here. Okay. Three touch points. Everybody write this down. Learn to operate from a place of want, not need. Okay. This is something that again, really helped me really helped me in my fucking growth because I switched up the way that I was doing everything on a daily basis to the fact that I wanted to fucking do it. I didn't need to, because the big reason why, again, you are not growing is because you're putting so much goddamn pressure on yourself to hit this fucking 10 K number, bro. I'm going to tell you right now, wake up call. As soon as you hit 10K, you're going to be like, what the fuck, dude? I still feel exactly the same because you're putting this magical fucking feeling on a number that I promise you will do nothing for your life. Guys, when you hit 10K, nothing changes. I promise you. I hit 10K and I'm like, oh, they fucking cool. And then me and Julia did nothing. And I'm like, and a lot of you guys might be hearing this on the podcast being like, cool, go fuck yourself. That's easy for you to say because you made it. Listen, like it's in the fucking, the proof is in the pudding, guys. It's We've very got clients that are here right now that are saying, yep, I feel that, that have just hit 10K. Very important. Like you need to start operating from a place of want, not need. I want to do this. Not I need to, to make this money. It will help immensely. Number two, the second thing I wanted to say, I actually watched a Gary V interview yesterday and Brian, you'll appreciate this. I think it's very funny. All right. That a lot of you guys will ask certain questions that you know the answer to, because you want the validation based off of the mentors in the first place. Like you want us to say it, but I know, you know, the fucking answer. You guys know you need to dial back. You guys know you need to take a break, but you want Brian to tell you to, you want me to tell you to. So I want to challenge you guys to trust your fucking instincts. Okay. If you start to feel burnt the fuck out like crazy, again, look at what we teach you on a daily basis and be like, you know what? Maybe I need to take a little bit of a break here and focus in on this. Focus on my challenges, not my fucking live streams. Or I know I'm not doing live streams. Maybe I need to do that stuff and do a little bit of a change. Okay, trust your fucking instincts. And the third thing I want to say, because I want to leave you a little bit of a actionable tip here, okay? A little bit of a tough love cool tip right here because I pulled up your Instagram because you know I always fucking do this. You want to grow your business. Your 14 day challenge is doing great. Focus on that until it is done, okay? Focus on that 100% no matter what. Number two, the second thing that I want you to focus on, where do you live, Dakota? Arizona. Awesome. Are the gyms closed? No. Then get your ass in a fucking gym and start doing videos and taking photos. Because I look at your account and you have one gym photo out of like 15. And the, every other photo is you just wearing that same fucking gray sweater you're wearing right now, like you're Mark Zuckerberg running Facebook. <laughs> All right? I'm dead serious, dog. Every single fucking one. You're either doing a video in that office, in that chair, with that background. And I know because I could see that fucking pole behind your head in the video right now and in your reels that I'm looking on the screen. And 
every photo is you with that a gray shirt or a black shirt with that sweater on. Get in a gym and show people that you are a fitness coach because that is what you are titled as. Okay. okay. And is, is that on my Facebook or my Instagram? Because I think that I might be just totally putting all the all the gym pics on my reels, which means that I need to start writing more posts about about the gym and using No, it's your Instagram, but I don't care if they're on your reels because when I click on your reel, it's you talking. Dude, nobody sees your covers unless they're on your feed. You need to show them that you are into fitness because talking about it means nothing. Visual is what matters. You feel me? Yeah, this makes perfect sense. This is all super cool because I feel like I really do just try to sprint and I don't, I don't realize like you are 22 and there's going to be a lot more shit that you have to go through. Like, obviously I'm going to have a lot of these other people who are going faster. They already spent a shit ton of time making all the mistakes that I'm making now at 22. And I just have to chill. I just have to do because nobody likes hearing that. We're like, Gary, you need fuck off with your 47 year old ass telling us that we're young. And we're, we need to grind more. Nobody likes hearing that. Okay. Nobody's like, okay, it's great to hear that we're young. Keep grinding. We don't enjoy it, but it's truth. And it's something that we need to understand. So we got to keep pushing. The good I, thing, I have one, you have us. Yeah. I have one more thing to say. Focus on fucking your income generating activities and cut out the other things. Okay. So yeah. everything we just said, take it in context and take it in the, your next couple of weeks. But for now, dial back your fucking schedule. So I want you to look at some of the things that are in your schedule right now that are taking up your time that are not 14 day challenge shit and fucking cut half of it so you can focus more energy in your 14 day challenge. Clear? Done. All right, cool. I hope you have the best day of your entire fucking life. Thank you. I appreciate the shit of you guys. Okay. Last and certainly not least, this is good. Guys, before we move forward, what's been your biggest takeaway from the podcast so far? Type it in the chat box. This is a fucking fun call. I'm having this a good a time. Fun, yeah, this is a good one. I like this. Let's get some takeaways. And then last and certainly not least, we've got our man, DJ, here. What's going on, brother? How are you? Welcome to the podcast. How can we call server today? Yo, what's up, guys? This is the first time I'm on this podcast. I guys, I listen to you guys every single morning. That's my part of my morning routine. So I appreciate you guys. Hey. It's gonna be nice when I'm I'll be hearing my voice later on when I rewatch it. So really cool. Anyways, I wanted to ask. So basically, my question is more of just some I want some feedback. And so when I started the program started it hot within the first I think three months, you know, I, I hit, I actually hit the 10 K mark and obviously you know, there's, I listened to, you know, again, all your podcasts. And, you know, I know that in the beginning you got people that want to work with you and that's where you're, you know, the bulk of your, your clients are going to be. So anyways, I'm finding that now it's my first full year. I've officially passed the one year mark going all in and I'm finding that most of my clientele are coming from now outreach, lead gen, you know, me like actively seeking out versus, you know, not too much on my content per se, not saying that I don't get hands raised for my content, but I just, if the ratio, if I was to put a ratio, I'd probably say it's like 75 to 25 in me outreaching and yeah. So that's, that's so, feedback. Um, cool. Can you audit his con- Can you go? I ahead? already did it before. I know exactly the problem. <laughs> we, we've done this before, DJ. Number one, I know, I know. Yeah. I know you know, it's coming hard. <laughs> Number one, I, guys, what DJ was referring to, I feel like this is very important that we touch on right quick, Brian, is the beginning like flood. When you guys start an online business, you will most likely have a flood of clients because of your power base, your power base being friends, coworkers, people you uh, follow you on Instagram, acquaintances, people that know you and already have a relationship. I'm going to catch 22 that. 
that's only true if you know what the fuck you're doing. If you start your business and you don't know what the fuck you're doing and you message all those people trying to sign them up without any sales process, you're probably going to burn through your lead. So I just want to caveat that. Go ahead. Exactly. So uh, that was like a little flood. Like he, you just brought that up, DJ. So I wanted to touch on it because people might not know what you're talking about. But I will also say, because you know what's coming here when it comes down to your content creation, because what you just said there is you're like, well, then I'm feeling like not a lot of people are reaching out to me, but my content, like it's like, I've been kind of consistent, et cetera. Now, if I'm not mistaken, your content, your Instagram, again, I want to make sure I have the right one here is DJ P-A-R-A-I, is that correct? That's my personal one. My fitness one that I, it's nomadic fitness. Nomadic Nomadic fitness. fitness. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go while you're you're pulling it up. You want to do it? Okay. Okay. So Cole's going to give you an audit. He's going to give you his two cents. And I'm going to tell you the truth. And the truth is that that's business. And so here's what your job is as a content creator. Okay. Your job as a content creator is to consistently create content that is like attractive and magnetic towards your ideal client. So that's number one. And also always be actively thinking how you can get in front of more eyeballs. You always need to be getting in front of more eyeballs. What's the one thing that gets in front of more eyeballs on, on social media right now? Well, number one thing. Reels, TikTok. Reels and TikToks. Um, Thank you. So you need to be thinking about how to get more reels and TikToks in front of more eyeballs consistently. And then your content on your page needs to be designed to sell. Now, content that designs to sell is connection content that like creates a deep emotional connection to you where people can actually fucking feel you and they like know who you are based on the content that you're writing. Content that sells is also social proof content where people can see transformations happening and content that sells is value packed content that I actually solved your avatar's problem. So your job on social media for everybody that's listening is to create content that sells. That's number one. And to be thinking about how to get your reels in front of more eyeballs. And so reels is 100% the answer because like reels is the one thing that like there's no other advertising platform on the fucking face of the planet that will give you a hundred thousand views for free. It's just impossible. And so reels is the fucking answer. And it's like not the fun answer or the sexy answer. And I also hate it too, but it is the answer. And also know you guys that like what DJ is describing in terms of like 75% outreach, 25% inbound, that's pretty normal. If you want to improve that, like the metric, then the answer is to get better at copywriting. If you want to get better at copywriting, well, there's like, you can study the course as well, but go read who here follows Natasha Strachewski. We hear follows Natasha. Natasha Starcheski is the queen of copywriting. When you read her content, it literally it's designed to fucking sell you. Like it straight up is. So go read how she structures her content and start structuring your content to solve your avatar's problem in that way to improve your incoming, your inbound leads. Are you coming to the virtual event? As of right now, I mean, I should okay. get it together. I'm, I'm not, this isn't a sales pitch, but the reason I'm saying that is because <laughs> Natasha is going to be going over this at the virtual event, like copywriting that sells because in order to increase your inbound, you need to have copy that fucking sells. I'm listening to her because of you. I remember she was on a podcast like a month ago. Yeah, Natasha is straight fire. Yeah. Natasha Chachewski, straight fire. Don't judge me. Yeah. Dude, 100%. When, the last time we did a content audit, what did I tell you? Do you remember? You told me, do if people come to my page, will they be able to solve the issue that I'm basically in my tagline, which is actually, I changed it since we last spoke, which was uh, lose the belly and build the dream body. I, I changed it to look and feel your best just because I think the language that people are using is more so along those lines of like from the last few clients, they they all talk about they want to look better. They want to feel like the whole feeling. Yep. I'm finding that a lot of people want to feel better, not necessarily get a dream body now how consistent have you been on reels slash instagram in the last month and a half well since we spoke i've been posting reels every single day every Every single day at least twice like no once at least and then i try to post on tiktok at least twice twice a day the thing that i did want to bring up is that you're doing everything right right now 
Okay. Like looking at your content, I could be extremely fucking nitpicky and read each individual post right now, but I see a lot more value in this than I used to. Okay. And guys, Brian brought up social proof. Okay. Brought up social proof, brought up connection that sells, brought up connection that goes through pain. That stuff will sell, but you guys need to have actionable value on your fucking page. Okay. And value that where you're not expecting. All right. B, how many downloads did you get on the podcast last month? 47,000 this month, dog. There we go. You guys know why it's like that? Because B gives without fucking expecting. And a lot of you guys don't. A lot of you guys don't have tips to help the people you want to help on your fucking page. It needs to be actionable value. And again, I fucking keep quoting Gary Vee all the time. I'm on a Gary Vee fucking trip right now just watching his videos. But again, he's got that book, Jab, 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 Right Hook. Literally talks about giving, 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 and then maybe you wouldn't ask. All right, where a lot of you guys ask after a fucking week. And cool, that's great. We want to make sure that we're generating leads. But actionable value is going to help you immensely. And right now, and again, this is an answer you do not want to hear because I'm expecting that you probably showed up to pod chats. You're like, Brian and Cole are going to give me a strategy. It's going to be lit. I'm going to make a bunch of money. It's going to be fucking awesome. Bro, you just got to keep doing what you're doing. You haven't been consistent enough with your social media on a deeper level with actionable value for it to reap the rewards yet. But it will come. All right. It's just going to take a little bit of time. Your reels are way fucking better. He's posting a reel literally every day. When did he, uh, yeah, when did he start? Day, when did you guys have that conversation? I think it was a couple of weeks ago. It wasn't that long ago. Yeah. So that's good. So yeah, exactly. What Cole's saying is right. It's like seeds become trees over time. So it sounds like you've already gotten the, the insight from Cole. So I don't need to beat the dead horse. Here's what I will say though. How many clients do you have? Active around 20. At my most, I was at 40. Okay. So here are some other ways to get clients that don't involve outbound legion is have you set up your referral system yet? Honestly, I have it in the welcome email. So basically, and I don't know who I got this from, but I just put in the welcome email that says that we have a referral system that basically if you have a friend or family that could benefit and they sign up, you get a free additional month added to your current program. That's my referral system. I, so, I probably should go more in depth. Yeah. So dude, here's, I'm just like, I'm just trying to give you advantages and opportunities for you to keep clients and sign clients. Like, so you have 20 clients now, you had 40. So that tells me that you need to work on your retention. And that also tells me that there's other ways for you to get clients. As an example, like every third week in your check-in form, what I want you to put, put a little written description that says, we have a referral program at DJ Fitness Company, whatever it is where every client you refer, you get one free month, exclamation mark. Do you have a friend that you'd like to refer and would you like a free month? Yes or no? And then if they say yes, be like, what is their name or can you introduce this in a group chat, right? So that's a way that you can get referrals. If you have 20 clients now and you had 40 clients, I would also take a look at your your systems and ask yourself why clients are dropping off. And they might be dropping off simply because you haven't given them an opportunity to extend. An opportunity to extend is like, okay, so are you aware of when all of your clients' programs expire? Yes. I have Excel, like what week they're on. So if let's say it's week 10 and when do you contact them? Let's say a week, no, two weeks Good. before. So if it's okay. their second last week, okay, I'll try to set up a date. Cool. Uh, set up a call. I like that. The call yeah. should be framed as... Uh, Hey, DJ exclamation mark. I just wanted to jump on a quick 10 to 15 minute chat. Talk about your progress in the program so far. Smiley face. Do you have some time tomorrow around 2 or 3 p.m.? So it's just like, hey, like to jump on a call, talk about your progress in the program so far. Do you have some time to chat? If you are doing that as and that's good, then the other place that I take a look at for your in terms of client retention would be your community. Like how active Mm -hmm. is the community? How many people are engaging with it on a daily basis? How much value are you giving? Are people getting the value? Is there something that you're missing in your program that are causing people to drop off? So these are all questions that we should be asking asking because I know that you're asking, how do I get more clients? But I'm thinking, how do you keep more clients? You don't have to keep signing them month over month over month over month. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. And I actually, since you're mentioning like Facebook groups, that is one area that I struggle with because I do find that like I do go live in there, but it's 
is the is people you know constantly in there no not really like i am trying to I know there's like trainings on it and I tried applying some of that. I'm going to probably run a challenge and like a gift by the end of this month. I'm going to do like an Amazon gift card, give somebody for doing their, this thing, which is the vision board. Yeah. And so far, like two or three people did it. So it can be out of those two or three people. Yeah. So um, one thing I will ask, like ask slash say guys is when you guys are picking live streams to add in your community, don't do it based off of what you think should be done in there. Do it based off of what your community needs. So like what live streams do you do on a weekly basis right now, DJ? So I always do a mindset one on Monday. Wednesday is like Wednesday workout tips slash like program tips. So anything revolving around how to like improve your retention with your meals, whatever. Yeah. All about program. And then Friday, I just go over like any question because they have an option to leave a question for me on the check-ins. And then I just go over any of those questions. Okay. Are you getting like a lot of engagement with these individual live streams? Honestly, no. Even though like I even started implementing recently the, because I know you guys send out your weekly newsletter letter like hey guys what's up you know these are the yeah i started doing that like last week i mean maybe it might not just hit them yet but definitely like doing a bunch of things trying to get that group alive it's dead well it's number one figuring out something that they actually want to hear okay mindset monday i really enjoy wednesday workout tips like if people are actually tuning into it i think that's a great breakdown that'd be cool but i think a q a would be more powerful and then you could also go over workout tips on that one i feel like a big reason why a lot of people feel disconnected with the community is they don't understand how to actually indoctrinate a culture in the fucking community itself. They just think if I add fucking live streams and I tag people, people will show up. It's not going to happen. You need to make it a theme. I would no joke cut one of the fucking calls if people aren't showing up to it. Do two. Okay. Just two that they need to commit to. Ask them what time they would like it. Give them three times to choose from that work for your schedule because then it will, again, bring them into the culture. You're showing that you actually care about their fucking days. You're not just doing whatever you want. And then when you're going live, bro, like continuously bring it up on a weekly basis on their check-in responses. Be like, yo, I love this. I'm also going to go over this on the check-in form on Q&A this week. Make sure you show up a blah, 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 and then start taking people in the community and like get them bought into what you're doing with the culture itself. Okay. So basically just keep reminding them, keep reminding them of the- you got to make it a habit. That's the mm-hmm. thing, right? Like these people don't have that habit ingrained into their lives. A lot of you guys didn't have mine or Brian's podcast ingrained into your lives, like the time it was going live and like when to tune in, et cetera, until it was drilled in your fucking head every single day for months on end, years. I wasn't even tuning in until this year. I just would re- watch the replays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we gave you a lot of information. So I want to know what are you going to do? Firstly, I'm going to go into my my Facebook group and and just make sure that I'm uh, doing a self audit on what I'm actually doing versus what do my clients actually want and try to, you know, maybe take away one, one live and just really hammer down those two, try to get people to get into those two first before I, you know, do the three lives to so save time and, and be more efficient. And then going back to what we talked about in the beginning, which is my content. I'm just, again, I'm going to keep on providing that value without, you know, expecting shit in return until, you know, this is part of the game, which is, you know, unironically just stick consistent, do what I'm doing. And I mean, hopefully the things will come, not hopefully, but it will come. Yeah. And referral system. Oh yes. Referral system. That's what I need to write down. Referral system. Yes. Like, Hey, just letting you know that you get a free month for every client that you refer, smiley face and your friend gets an awesome fitness program. Wing face. Do you have anybody that you'd like to refer this month? Actually, can I just one last question? So with that, would it be a separate or do I just edit my Google form for that? Okay. And then just take it off. Okay. Yeah. And then take it off the next week. Yep. You got it. Okay. Cool. I would do it every three weeks or so. Cool. Yeah, no, I love that. That that was a really good one. Cool. I love it. All right. Thank you for okay. coming up, DJ. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Just want wait, can I say one more thing, guys? I really well. just want to give you guys a big shout out because I know you're doing the free BC and the gym staying open, guys. I really fuck with that. And that's just awesome, man. 
you guys are to the heart, to the heart. I love it. Appreciate you, bro. That's literally, I'm, I'm literally at the gym right now, just in case anything yeah. goes down. So I appreciate you for saying that, bro. That means a lot. Thank You're you. welcome, man. You're okay. welcome. Cool. Well, that was DJ on the podcast. You guys, thank you so much for coming up, guys. We appreciate you. We hopefully you got some value today. If Cole and I give you any sort of value, what we want you to do is write down one piece of actionable value and fucking do it. Yep. Do it. Like Shia LaBeouf, just do it. See, that's like still one of my favorite memes of all time. But straight up, joking aside, like guys, you can intake a lot of information on a weekly basis. There's a lot of things you can learn. There's a lot of things you can listen to. There's a lot of things that you could tune into, but stop listening and fucking do. Okay. All right. Don't ask, then do, do, then ask, get it fucking done and take action. Every single time I tune into one of my mentors coaching calls, or I'm listening to a podcast or I'm listening to anything, I'm looking for that one fucking thing where I'm like, Ooh, I fucking like that. And then I do that online. Yeah. I'm just looking for that one thing. So if there's anything that we said today that you vibe with, then take action. Cole, where do they find you, bro? The wake up with the wolf podcast or Cole, it was just Silva on IG and TikTok. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have the best day of your entire life. And I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Peace. Peace.